here with oh it's called behind the showroom behind the showroom nice which really it's beside the showroom now we've figured out now that the room is reconfigured it's not Far behind better. the showroom anymore but i'm here with Stephen fury hello thanks for having me excited to be here of course thanks for you know coming down off the silver palace tower of la to come back oh, and yeah. slum with us here in sacramento yeah, everything's so good going so well <laughs> no that's fine um yeah it's good here for the holidays happy to be here got to do a spot here last night always fun yes yes you uh you you didn't do it like you used to, used to do hmm. where you just were here all the time and all of a sudden you'd get a it's like calling you up from the bullpen yeah it was uh, this definitely probably made who i am today i would come here Sacramento's pretty cool like that because you could hit. They don't. The one thing on Sacramento is there's a lot of comedy clubs. There's no like shows, like like alt, sh- like a show at like a bar or a show at like a coffee house. So if they have good old mics. On Monday I would hit Luna's to, or Monday I would hit Comedy Spot. Okay, Monday I would hit the Comedy Spot. Tuesday would be either here when you had the mic here mm-hmm. or somewhere else. Wednesday was Luna's. Thursday was a show I had, and then Friday and Saturday I would come and hang out here and try and get guest sets or. Sometimes the feature would get too drunk, and then I would get a <laughs> be the feature for the week tonight. That did happen, yes, yes. A couple times, a couple times. I, had like I think the three or four I times. think the host didn't show up I one think, time, or the oh, host yeah. was late, and you got Kyrie. Put up. Mm-hmm. It was Kyrie and Steph mm-hmm. was the other one. I think there was one more. Yeah, so Always good for me. I like that. So before before Carlos uh, Rodriguez was the Golden Boy, Stephen Fury was the. the oh really? I was before Carlos. Well, you were here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Carlos only lived five minutes away, so it was yeah. an easy call. But he still was five minutes away. If you're here. Yeah, that was nice. That always spot. helped. And then you got to check. That was always good. Right. Like, oh, a hundred bucks, and I got a spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I was that just going to do a guest spot. Yeah, that feels now good. I got paid. That's not bad. What a treat. But yeah, you were you were always the Johnny on the spot. Yeah, I mean, that was just hanging out here, which always makes me, I don't understand why people don't hang out here, or comedy clubs. One, I just like hanging out at comedy clubs more than anyone else in the world. This feels the only place I feel like I have a little bit of power. And then plus here, you could always get a guest spot. Yeah. Most of the time. I used to do both shows. Yeah. I would go, I would go on a weekend I wasn't even working and get four spots. Yeah. And two of them were sold out, so it was like fucking tight. And it's funny because uh, not a lot, a lot of comics have figured that out. Even though we've said it out loud many times, they still don't just be here. Because if you're here and nobody else has the guest spot, you just say, hey, can, can I do I a go- guest yeah, spot? And there's all, and no one cares. Everyone's right. good with it. Yeah. It's like, sure. You could, it's five minutes on a, a weekend show. So, yeah. In front of the booker. It's always smart. I mean, that's why you just hang out at co- comedy clubs because that kind of stuff always happens. And I find, But I don't know. I feel like I always just kind of. Well, maybe I was. I feel like when I was here in Sacramento like four years ago. Been been four years now. I can't believe it's been four years. Four years, ultimately. Yeah. I feel like more people would hanging out here. Yeah. So I think maybe I don't know. They just aren't now in this class. I don't know what they really. I don't. I don't I'm not here anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't know the new guys. Now, do you do a lot of com- a lot of comics hanging out at the clubs in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty big, and no one really falls out unless you gotta. Like, and you work at the comedy store? No, I used to. Oh, you don't. I don't have that. a job anymore. I just do stand up. Well, then um, that's your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a <laughs> nice job. But I'm a paid regular there, so I get to go up and that's do spots. Nice. Yeah, late at night. But everyone else is so famous, I can't be like, I think I should be going before, before Joe Rogan, you know? Oh, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no one knows who the fuck I am or cares who I am. But I get it. But it's still fun. Well, I know. And care. Yeah, there we and go. And you're hilarious. I try. try and I love that every time you come, you have new material. I try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try. That's a good thing about coming up here. Once every six, seven months back, because then you get to show everybody the new stuff that you've been working on. That's always right. Instead of us seeing it develop, it's just already yeah, polished and yeah. good. Like, and- oh, hey, that's the- <laughs> that. My favorite is like because I saw this one guy, a buddy of mine named David Lucas. He's on this thing called Kill Tony. Uh-huh. It's like a pod. It's like an open mic podcast. It's super popular, and he's been doing it. I'm watching. He does this new. He's supposed to do a new, new minute every week. Yeah. 
And I have a watch, and I'm like, holy shit, this shit is fucking fire. This guy's doing a new minute every week. And then I saw one of his videos from like four years ago. I'm like, oh, no, he's just doing one minute from his act every week. (laughs) And it's kind of like coming up here. And it's new to that podcast. Yeah, it's new to to everybody there. And they're like, oh, this guy's a fucking genius. I mean, he is very good. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, okay. Because I was scared for a while. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's hella good. <laughs> and now you're like, oh. No, now I know the tricks. Now I get yeah, it. Yeah, the tricks every. Because that's always the one thing. A lot of times you, when you see a comic, they can get so good at sh- pretending that what they're saying is for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's like the thing. I The thing that scares me most when I watch other comics is the, uh, what is it, prolific prolificness of somebody. Someone that can just keep coming up with new material. Mm-hmm. That always scares me. Yeah. Because you feel like you can't? Yeah, because or... I can't. Yeah. Like, this, I just feel like some people, I'm like, is this guy coming up with new shit like this every day? And they never do. Yeah. They never, there's not many people that just can talk and be hilarious. Like, right. even when you like, when I was working at the comedy store, they'd be like, Dave Chappelle would come and you'd see him. You're like, oh my God, he's just saying this stuff. He's, he's not really. Right. Even he's saying, a lot of it's good material that he's worked on. Then he'll like divvy and like do whatever he wants and come back to the good material. It's just the better you get, the better you get at hiding it. Right, right. You can bury it between mm-hmm. a couple of mm-hmm. really tried and true dro- yeah, exactly. jokes. And, and then, then kind of, be like, okay, well. I can do whatever I want for a little while. I gain the respect. <laughs> right, right, okay, right. Okay, I'm losing it again. I got to give him a good joke. Right, right, right. You turn around, come back. Yeah. Okay. That was just a little detour we took. Yeah. I'm glad you went on the road with us. Yeah. What'd you guys do with the uh, marquee that was up there? Oh, uh, we still have it. Yeah? Yeah. I'll figure There's out what a- to do that. Yeah, the, in the corner somewhere. There's actually plans um, for the wall at that used to be next to the stage that was the stage. Yeah, it's all black now. Um, we're working on a mural for oh. the 40th anniversary. Nice. When's that? Next August. Next we're August. We're doing a 40 for 40 festival. So we're doing 40 comics for 40 years. Whoa. Yeah, it's five days, eight shows, 40 comics. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be, be cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be. Actually, you should come down to. Uh, I started a festival in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Called Southland. Okay. So it's uh, it's from January seventh through the eleventh. The so we've got it's two shows at. I mean, it's got thirty shows all over LA. Holy shit! Okay. Two at the Comedy Store. In that, four days. In four days. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Two at the Comedy Store. Uh huh. Uh, two at the Hollywood Improv, one at the Ice House. So the one at the uh, Comedy Store is uh, 20 people that we got submissions from all over the country, and we chose them. So yeah. they might be some people that you might want to work here, because right. some of them are very good, and they were chosen by the vice president of casting at Fox, who I'm friends with, and she nice. kind of chose them to get those people. So if you do get time, you should come down, actually. should have oh. asked you that earlier. <laughs> There's parties, too. Pretty yeah. cool parties. We got one at a mansion party. Okay. Yeah, I've got a taco car guy coming for free. Oh, nice. And then an open bar for free. A lot of open bars. It's going to yeah. be a good time. It's going to be crazy. It's a lot of shows. But like, what we did is we kind of got the 30 best shows in LA. So yeah. they kind of run themselves. Yeah. And then we kind of were just like, well, you know, let's all have a party and see how it goes. And this is the first year doing it? It's the it? first year. We've been planning it for a while, though. Because I remember when you said August. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we've been planning this since June. Okay. And it's happening in two weeks. Are you stressed out? Well, see, my finished? whole thing was, so I'm running it with this guy named Richard Cervate, who runs a show called The Setup in SF. Yeah, it's uh, I'm familiar. Yeah, it's a pretty popular show up there. Yeah, Great venue. He, he, uh, he performed here last, yeah. well, this year. He's a buddy of mine. Yeah, he'll he's be coming back. a good back. comic, too. And then this guy named Aaron Maliner, who's kind of, he's a comic, but he doesn't do it as much. So, and then I do it with this chick named Brittany Roberts, the vice president of casting at Fox. So, her job was to get all the industry for the showcase at the comedy store. Richard is a tech guy who got all his money from tech and now he doesn't have to work. Nice. He does all the website and stuff like that. Aaron was his job was getting sponsors. So we got Golden Road Brewery, which is a pretty big brewery. Yeah. It's owned by Budweiser. And then we got Neff Vodka and then we got a couple others. And then my job was since I was kind of the most remember at the time known in LA. Yeah. I had to put my kind of like credibility online to get these shows and stuff like that. So Got that. Oh, and we got some pretty good headliners too. Yeah. Tom Segura okay. is doing a show only in Spanish. Okay. In a room that's only 50 people. Okay. So you should get tickets if you can hear this before that comes out. And then we got Taylor Thomason, Sam Morrill, Preacher Lawson, Brad Williams, nice. Ian Edwards. That's an awesome lineup. Yeah. That's well, they're awesome. on different shows all over town. Well, yeah, of course. But, but yeah. 
Still well, does. When we make our promo video, it's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So that next year it's a little easier to fucking get sponsorships. That's cool. See, look at you doing big things. Trying to, you know. Just got to. Someone's not going to give it to me. I'll make it myself. Yeah. That's, well, that's how you have to do it in yeah, comedy. Nobody's going to give you anything because everybody's waiting for something. Yeah. Everyone's waiting for everything. That's what you learned <laughs> in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, I podcasted with Lance yesterday and that's what he said after he did like his first set. No, his first set. When he first started, he was like, okay, yeah, that went great. So, you know, HBO is going to be calling any (laughs) day, right? (laughs) Call me up, guys. I'll be in Sacramento here. Right. I was, I mean, I did an open mic in front of 20 people. Obviously, I've made it. Shane Murphy said I could come back. Uh. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Shane Murphy. Yes. You, you. I was in the how Shane long? Murphy time. Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy? Nine years. Officially nine years. I always do it. It's the ninth year. I started right before you had a Halloween party. Which was right before. Nine years. Which right before I started. So like almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, the I took over 10 years ago. Oh, August did you? was 10 years. Oh, then I'm nine. So and then we had that Halloween deep. party. Yeah. Was 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, I think you had a couple. Maybe. I remember the first one because I was pregnant and I was a pumpkin. My belly was Might airbrushed. Have been that one. Yeah. I kind of th- remember that one. I know. I've only done nine years because Emma, uh, Emma's done a 10. She did a year before me. Okay. Because I started when I was 21. Okay. Well, now we know how old you are. Yeah. 30, baby. <laughs> I look a lot older. Uh, <laughs> You're so young. I'm pickled. Baby. Pickled from the inside. <laughs> nice. So 10 years. And you've been in LA now for four. Yeah, it's almost going to be next year. It's going to be the same amount as in Northern California. And you know how many people talk about moving to L.A.? A lot of them do. And they go to L.A. And then they come right back. And they come right back. It's fucking hard. So it's awesome that you've, you're you doing well. You're being successful. You have a yeah. you have connections and networking. Yeah, I'm on a TV show. I mm-hmm. passed oh, the comedy store. Oh, that's right. You did yeah. uh, Dating No Filter. Yeah, the 22 episodes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, check that out on E! Goes after the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I went down. The problem is when you first go down there, you, you, there's you run at you you go down there right. Your first two months, you got a lot of shows because you brought in all your favors from when you're up here, right. And then after those two months in LA, you don't get booked on a show again for another year. So then you have to start hitting up mics, and the old mics are fucking terrible dude it's not even like really <laughs> it's like i have ptsd from trying to do them it's just like you to six other comics in a cafe mm-hmm. and no one's listening to you and you're just like an insane person yelling out your material to nobody and then you start having mental breakdowns because it's because your material that you're doing on stage now won't work and the stuff that's working on these mics won't work when you go to a real stage right so what i did when i went down is i just started four different shows okay so I was like, well, if I can get up. Because you do Bear City. I do Bear City. That's going to be mm-hmm. weekly now. My buddy mm-hmm. Trevor Wallace in, in, uh, in uh, Long Beach. That's mm-hmm. a great show. And then I do this one called Industry with a guy named Nick Aragon, John Gamora. Mm-hmm. And then I do, and Brianna Webb, which good thing I got on with Brianna is she doesn't do comedy. So she just, it's like her, she loves comedy. So she just kind of helps produce it. That's and nice. then I got another one called Buried with this guy named Craig Conan at the comedy store. Okay. And you got a job at the comedy store. And at the time, I had a job at the comedy store. So if you work at the comedy store, you get to go up on Mondays, no matter what. Okay. So I would get one spot there. Nice. I would get my Bear City show, and I would get either one of the other two ones, and then I'd probably get a development spot from the comedy store. So my rule is always, if I can go up four times a week, that's more days that I'm not doing stand-up, so I can call myself a stand-up. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, like if I'm like working for Lyft, I only do stand-up three times a day, technically... I'm a Lyft driver who does stand-up sometimes. Right. That's a good way to look at it. And I like made, it. <laughs> that made me sick to my stomach. So I was like, I have to make sure I get up enough. So then I did that. And then plus, if you hold shows, yeah, it's a it's a card you can use for other comics. You know, They're like, hey, can I do your show? And you're like, oh, I'd love to do your show. Right. Bam, now you can do more shows. Other people see you. Or if there's someone's show you want to get on, you can put them on your show. Make sure they go right after you mm-hmm. so they watch your set. Mm-hmm. Really just hard just really weird. I don't know. Look at you giving all these tick tips and tricks <laughs> of the trade. They are tips and tricks of the trade. And it's just you have to How to Survive Comedy by Stephen Fury. Yeah, in LA. How to Survive. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Don't do it. 
<laughs> it's it i i'm always i always want to encourage comics of course but then when comics are like i'm moving to la i'm just like oh it breaks my heart a little bit inside because i'm like oh i'll see you soon that's so heartbreaking <laughs> like it's so i mean it's, as a comic it has to be hard to like be faced with a whole different reality because sacramento is oh, a yeah. a good scene yeah for comedy, it's very supportive well, of comedians. The last four people to win NBC's Stand Up for Diversity Showcase, which goes across America, thousands of comics, were Giarda Guzman, Sacramento, uh, Kyrie Shabazz, Sacramento, Mikey Winfield, Sacramento, Renee Vaca. I don't know if you've messed with Renee Vaca yet. You should get this kid early. Okay. He's from Stockton, Fresno. Okay. Uh, he, he's one of my very good friends. Very funny. It's like 24. Yeah. Crusher. And now he won it this year. So it's like Hollywood and the industry pretend that they don't like Valley, the Valley, like, you know, like we're worse than them and they want like San Francisco and LA. But right. in rea- reality, those are the ones that those are, are the ones who's yeah. making it. Yeah. Because it's from, because it's such a diverse place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this club's always great because it's like, all different types of people right. it's like blue collar for sure but there's like you'll see some black people some mexican people some white people some asian people you know and it's just like if you can make all these different people laugh it'll probably be okay right well and that's why i try to book a diverse lineup too because i, I want to appeal to all the audiences yeah you know, you don't go on TV and just, I mean, unless you're doing something anymore. specific. Right? <laughs> <laughs> unless it's like the blue collar comedy tour. Otherwise, right. that's probably ended now and things need to be a little more diverse. Right, right. Especially in Sacramento. Such a diverse place. And it's funny to go outside of Sacramento and see, because you forget when you when you live in California, you just assume that this is... Yeah, everywhere is diverse world. and people live around people. Right. And then you go to other places and go, what yeah. is happening here? For sure. Whenever I go on tour and I'm like with like another comp, this will be with someone bigger and then I'll be with someone else. And they're like my buddy Derek or something. And they're like black. And I never, th- so you never really see it. Oh, you never really see it when you're walking around here. But then you go to like Montana and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, hey, man, I'm sorry for everything that you're having to go through right now. <laughs> Not me. I didn't know it was like this. Sorry you're getting those side eyes. Yeah, That's, sorry everyone's looking at you That right doesn't now. happen where I'm from. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, you're right. It is pretty bad. Yeah, and it's you don't you don't realize it because it's not, it's not our reality. Yeah. But, you know, here it's easy to say, you know, oh, racism is getting better. Yeah, exactly. Nah, go, go a little east. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't even, actually, if you don't even go that far east. Right, no, you, you probably don't. probably just go to... Granite Bay and probably do a little bit, <laughs> a little bit weirder out there. Right. <laughs> it's, to Rockland, you're like, what the fuck happened? Right. This I, close. I know. I live in I live in Rockland. Oh. Yeah. My my half half black daughter went to school in Rockland, and I've never seen so many blonde haired, blue eyed yeah. babies. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that she was like. I want my hair to be blonde. And oh, I was like, no, sad. no, I want my hair to be straight. I'm like, no, oh, that's not good. you're changing schools immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Grand high school, we're coming your way. Right. No, we need to teach this kid yeah. some diversity. Yeah. Well, luckily she got into a, into the gate program and switched schools. And there's nice. a, lot more, a lot more diversity in that yeah. school. And it's, it's way better. Good. The parents are better. <laughs> I can see that. You have a pretty good kid, though, I feel like. She probably gets good oh. grades, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's ridiculous. She's always been seemed very smart from a young age. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she reads sarcasm well. It's really funny. Because she's just like... She told me once, she goes, I know you're lying by your voice. I was like, that is not lying. It's sarcasm. And I'm glad you can <laughs> recognize the, yeah. that. You might be pretty funny when you get At, older. like, four. Yeah. That's awesome. I had my little... I had a, one of my uh, nieces. She's like... She's mixed two, and she's like two and a half, mm-hmm. and she just she was playing with everyone. She just goes, "I'm gonna be honest, guys. Anastasia is stressing me out." <laughs> I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck did you just say?" <laughs> and she was like, "She's like, I'm fed up. I don't know anymore." I was like, right. "You were two, and she's like got a binky in one hand." Oh man, the stuff they say. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. We were watching some dumb show, and it was like you know talking about careers and stuff. 
And I think she was only like three. I was like, Jalen, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she's like, I don't know, just kind of shrugging me off. I was like, no, really, you could be anything. You could be a, an astronaut or a janitor or a whatever. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, come on, what? anything. You could be anything. And she goes, I just want to be Jalen. Nice. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you just be the best yeah. Jalen you can be. <laughs> Well, you're gonna have oh, really? so much less mental health issues than I have. Right? If you said she, something like that. At she that like age. totally put me in my place. She's like, I just want to be myself, mom. Calm down. Like, That's okay. pretty cool. You're right. You're right. Okay. Better than some of these. I've been doing this stuff for Nickelodeon recently during this pilot. Uh-huh. And where we uh we slime YouTube stars. Okay. It's kinda exactly like punked. And I'm like, you ever watch Punked? Mm-hmm. You know Dax Shepard, remember him mm-hmm. in that? He's like the main guy running around. I was yeah. doing that. So we're and it's just so many kids, man. Well, number one, they make their day rate, which is the lowest they can get paid, is okay. forty thousand. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. So this is like, there's like two sixteen year old kids, pretty good looking, and they're just like on their phone. And then there was like these little kids that are YouTube stars, and they're like fifty, sixty thousand a day. And it's just weird. Yeah. Because like, how do you even tell someone, as your parent, if you're their parent, what to do when they're like right. millionaires? Right. And right. you live in like Encino. It's just like, what do you, what do you, right? How do you, how do you, how's that keep balance that out? Yeah, it's gonna be a weird like the next twenty years when this generation of kids, because you see a lot of kids now, they're just like, I want to be a YouTube star. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, good luck with that, because um, they don't do a lot. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm very fidgety. I know, I know. It's I've okay. Always it's been fidgety, all right. Though. Uh, my uh, my editor, my sound guy, is gonna love it later. <laughs> Me tapping and scratching. <laughs> like, what are you, rats on this thing? Right. Yeah, Steve brought six have rats. Did he a cat with yeah. him? What <laughs> is that? <laughs> no, you're so your your mom's super supportive of your comedy. Some would say too supportive. <laughs> uh, yeah, my mom comes by a lot. She's a regular at the clubs now. Yeah, she definitely comes here a lot. She says she comes by to has beers on like when she's riding her bike sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll pop in. Yeah, she's good. She's. I just saw her last night. She moved into a new apartment. Nice apartment. It's like nice. Two stories, kind of fa- not fancy, but like decent. I think she's happy. That's cool. It's nice to have have supportive parents. Yeah, mine took a while. My yeah. mom was pretty supportive from the beginning, but wasn't really. You know, she was like, I think feel like she's on my face. She was supportive, but but in the behind, she was like, "What in the fuck is this kid <laughs> she's doing?" She's like, "I can't wait until this is done." Done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad for sure didn't didn't. Uh, didn't believe until I guess I got passed by the comedy store, maybe. Yeah. I think right when I got passed, my name got on that wall. And then he came down to see me there. Yeah. And like people that he knows, like Joe Rogan, stuff saying hi. Yeah. And he's like, okay, maybe this will work <laughs> out now. Right. Maybe you got something, kid. Yeah. It only took me uh, eight years eight to believe. Years. <laughs> yeah, <only> <laughs> Which I get it, though, you know, because it does seem. Plus, he saw me bomb. What's it's so different when someone has to see you in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Just eating dicks. I remember I did this comedy competition. Okay. At Harlow's. Uh huh. I'm probably six months in, and for, it's two rounds. First round, I brought seventy five people. Essentially, this was a bringer competition. Yeah. Okay. Some guy wanted so to make money. So this is really early in. This is really early in. Yeah. I bring seventy five. I win because it's like audience vote. I'm like, people are just cheering my name. I'm like, yeah, I'm the fucking best, right? I'm like, I, my head is huge, right? But this was on Christmas break, so all my friends were in town. So the next week, a lot of them leave, mm-hmm. and then I got the next round, and there's another comic there who's in the, who I think was planned to win the whole time. Gentleman by name of Rico DeGreat. Oh, Rico. Rico. Okay. Rico brought a hundred people <laughs> went up right before me and right when he got off stage took the whole crowd oh, out no. front a hundred people oh, no. stood up in ex like in a mass exodus mm-hmm. left the room to where i'm doing comedy to my dad my two aunts and like three other people and then my dad just had literal ptsd yeah. For probably five years after that. Yeah. Just thinking every time that. Because it was gnarly. Because I. This is a big room to just be telling comedy to maybe 12 people. Yeah. Six months in where now I could have made fun of it. But right. 
Well, you you definitely pick up skills along the way. Yeah, that, that would be, makes you ready to yeah. deal with. That. I would have made fun of the people for leaving. I would have right. shit on Rico right. <laughs> for being a fucking asshole. But I just, right. I just like reverted into stand up and kind of just said my jokes into the ether. Right, right. And then my dad just had to. He never let let that one down. Yeah, well, that's a that's a that's a lot to. I mean, to watch your kid go through that yeah. and just be like, "Oh, and this is what you want." Especially but, when you're like, "Dude, you're gonna fail at this." I'm like, <laughs> "I destroyed last time. People were chanting my name." He's like, mm, nah, "Though you brought us, we were chanting your name." That's not right. Well, it's it's one of my favorite parts of owning the club is watching comics get better and watch watching them from the beginning yeah so i've seen you since yeah first time i ever started. got up was here yeah and just watching you progress and watching you get better and then just like being like oh my god like you headline now yeah i headline now yeah it's really cool to go from op- doing the open mic here for the first time and then just doing non-stop comedy to there and then finally get a headline because it's always kind of the goal yeah so it's and nice you, to do actually you had good. already featured when you stepped in as feature. Yeah, I actually won a competition. You used to have a feature competition. I mm-hmm. won the first one. Yeah. And I had an okay weekend. It wasn't that great. <laughs> I think I went short a couple times. I've been known to go short. It was, it was <laughs> enough to get you back. Yeah, I did come back. Yeah. Well, I didn't leave, more likely. I just stayed in that <laughs> fucking patio bar every day, every weekend. for. Like, I'm years. still here. Yeah. Whenever you need me, put me in, coach. Yeah. No, but that's the that's the best part is watching you guys progress and and it's funny because people ask me you know like where where comics are from or how long they've been doing comedy and really I'm like I don't know you could have been doing comedy before I took over I just know that ten years ago or nine years ago I've gotten kind of known you my entire professional yeah, career yeah career in comedy yeah it's like a mainstay to find out because it was like you Lance um. DJ. Carlos, Ellis, DJ. Yeah, it's like you guys all started like around the same yeah. time. And I'm like, that's funny. So we kind of all have come up together. Yeah, in this profession. <laughs> yeah. Learning the ropes. Mm-hmm. Who to trust, who not to trust. Yeah. Who to rely on. Who uh, Who's probably not going to be there on time. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> He's gotten better now, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to. <laughs> well, you got you to gotta learn the lessons the bridges. hard ways sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's cool. That's it's it's exciting. It's a good thing. What what uh, what's been your favorite? Like I don't know, memory of comedy. Like something that happened. Um, I'd have to say it's like each place I have different memories. You know, like uh, here. What was my favorite? Another funny memory I had here. Mm-hmm. Is uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this on there about the broken window. Oh yeah, yeah sure. I, so I mean, you don't have to say his name. Yeah, okay, I won't say his name. <laughs> I don't even know if I remember his name. I know, remember him. <laughs> but I don't know if I remember his name. Oh, I remember his yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. He probably he probably still emails you. Um, <laughs> so I was doing my first hosting weekend. Okay, I think you did like a you used to like maybe let some people. Ran out a weekend. Like, I think Jimmy Earl did it. One, didn't he do it? There goes, didn't Jimmy Earl do it? There goes the neighborhood for like three days. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, somehow I got to host. Or maybe I was just doing it. Probably f- booked you to host. No, they okay. booked me. Oh, okay. It was Alex Tom. Because I got booked from this thing because they knew I could. It was, it was a, well, Alex it was Thomas a, week. Oh, yeah. It was a Sunday. Oh, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday holiday. <laughs> Like Memorial Weekend or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had a band set up out front. So I had something else that was the Friday, Saturday, and then they were filling a Sunday. Yes. So it was my first hosting weekend. I've ever I've ever hosted anything. So I'm friggin' jazz. I think also another bringer thing. I was only there to bring people. Yeah. So I'm hosting it and it's going okay. It's a it's a, at the time it's a Pretty much a black room because both everyone on the show was black, and mm-hmm. they brought most people except the people I brought. And then I hear commotion in the back, and one of the comics' girlfriends had found out he was cheating on her. Right, he had left his phone in the back of the room. Yeah, he left. His and f- while he was on stage, she looked at his phone. 
And then she goes to his car, takes out all his dirty laundry, and starts throwing it in the showroom. Okay. I remember that. I don't remember that. But okay. I remember she was throwing his dirty laundry into the showroom. And then he went outside and she was just yelling, ruining the show. Mm-hmm. He goes outside to the front and she's yelling at him. And then he pushes her through a window. 50 people in, because we had a band playing after the show. 50 people in the lobby. And then shatters, that shatters window. the window with all of these people as witnesses. And then he ran, right? Nope. He still was trying to talk to her. <laughs> like trying to explain what had happened and just tried to talk his way out of it. Yeah, and I had to get between them and like, dude, back up. And the cops are on the way. Like, Run. seriously, you're know. about. And no, he was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. We do this all the time. He got arrested. Oh, my God. And there was a court date. And funny story, they're still together. Not good for them. Love yeah. takes ups and downs, I guess. Yeah. Breaks many things like windows. That was one of the funnier ones here. Uh, I think my favorite one was maybe when I won that feature competition here. Yeah. That made me happy. Yeah. That was a good. We're doing a. We're doing another competition. Yeah. The uh, unlimited competition because it's laughs unlimited. Mm-hmm. So unlimited competition, comedy competition in uh, March this year. To feature or to host or what does it mean? Um, well, it depends on who wins. It is a weekend of work. It is a weekend of work. Okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, it's likely going to be feature work. Yeah, yeah. Um, good. That's good. Yeah. So uh, Wednesdays in March, and then the first two Wednesdays of April, it'll be a six-week thing. And whoa, yeah, yeah. Trying to get a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, the people are interested in working. People want to work here. It's a way to get in and get up. Yeah. So good yeah it'll be fun i you know i like seeing new talent i like having people come through it's always kind of awkward because comics are the most awkwardly social people on earth for sure which is so funny because they have so much confidence on stage and so little confidence yeah, on stage. Stage, for sure <laughs> yeah i don't even like making eye contact with people if i don't have to yeah i'll stare at the ground like today, I don't, especially in podcasts, I don't like to look at someone in the eyes the whole time. It feels weird. So it's a bit awkward that I'm looking at you? No, that's fine. I just kind of look <laughs> to the side and talk like this. I'm like, I just feel like I'm talking to the ether if I don't look at you. I'm like, Doo-doo-doo. yeah, it's weird. It's probably like a mental illness thing I have. But um, <laughs> one of many. One of many. One of many. Um, Yeah, no, that's really good. I think that's a great idea. If you have time, you should come down and check out those comics I got coming from all over. Yeah, January June. 7th to 11th and, yeah, in or, one week. Yeah, you're thanks right. for the thanks for the looking Heads out up. on that I one. Know, I should have hit more people. I don't know why I didn't. I could have hit Ron. Right. Could have hit the punchline guys up too. I don't know what I was thinking. All right, Ron Vi. Yeah. And Molly, Molly would have come. Ron would have though. Heather. Heather. Oh yeah. She never liked me. I don't really like her. Man. Oh shit. That's the only one that. I, that's the only place I didn't get past before I moved. Mm-hmm. And you still moved anyway. You were like, I didn't, fuck. Yeah, I, wasn't, I didn't let rooster tea feathers hold me back. <laughs> now there's nothing left. That's why when people do leave, it's just like make sure you're ready. Yeah. Like if you do, if you couldn't get past at here and the punchline, yeah. What the fuck makes you think you're gonna get past at the Hollywood Improv or the Comedy Store? Right. It's true. That would be my whole thing when someone's gonna get past. It's like try and get past everywhere so that you're like I can do it. You don't start comment. You don't start sports at the nfl level <laughs> no 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 you gotta you don't walk on a, like rudy rudiger yeah in, you gotta uh, <laughs> you gotta have track record of being able to do stuff right right that's that's why this is a great town because there's like four or five clubs you can work yeah well one less now but you know which one club? tommy's closed oh did it rancho mm-hmm. yeah i bet you the improv will buy that place oh it's a terrible location it is a terrible location yeah he tried in, to get he tried to get me room. by it, and I was like, mm-hmm. in a terrible room, terrible. Well, you know what? It was a beautiful room if you could fill it. The stage, I mean, the stage was huge. I was only there a couple. Stage times. Stage was huge. It's too high. It's really high. Cavernous ceilings. It's like telling jokes in a high school, like a, a gym, gym, like <laughs> yeah. like an Indiana basketball gym. Felt yeah. Like. Well, we have the we have the high ceilings too, but mm. I don't think they're as high as they were. No, there's like cathedral seats. There's like yeah. a huge building, like a barn house. Yeah. Are these high? This don't feel that high. 
Well, I like the new. Well, it's just because they're open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the new setup's great, though. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos Rodriguez. What, and did he suggest it or something? Yes. Yeah, it was it was bad before. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't conducive. My heart just broke a little bit. It just Steven, wasn't conducive to make it. things easier. This is perfect because you can see every person if you yeah, want to. Yeah, but if you did well in the old room, You're it's because you did well. Yeah, this is probably a lot easier now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would say anybody can make it up, but it's not true. I've seen bad comedy stuff. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, everybody does seem to like the setup. It's funny because we just got our first bad review that they don't like the seating, the setup. And I was like, you're the only one on Earth. Yeah, uh, you've seen the old way. Right. Or they did see the old way and they liked it better. Really? I don't know. That's, That's all they said, but. But yeah, that's not that's not the normal review. I, I think the I feel like it like used to be like you ever get like a TV and you put it in your living room. You're always like, man, I don't know if that's the right spot. And then you finally put it on that right one wall, and you're like, ah, this is what it was supposed to be. Should have moved it here years ago. Here. I mean, you guys put it up pretty quick though. It was like a weekend, three and a half weeks. Oh, three weeks. That's still yeah. pretty good. Yeah, and it looks good too. Well, we had to get the stage up before the carpet came in. The carpet came. It was coming in like week two, and we didn't decide to move the stage until day one of the renovation so we were already had all the plans done yeah and uh carlos and ellis and uh brad bonner were here helping move chairs out and moving all the stuff out and carlos got uh ellis and brad and jc on board to move because he'd been trying to get me to move the stage for like six months well was that was that where the stage used to be when this place started (coughs) no no, the stage was where it always was. Yeah, yeah, that was where it's been the whole time this place has been mm-hmm. a place. Yeah. So now it's moved. Yeah, we talked about it on Carlos's po- <clears throat> on Carlos's podcast because uh, he, uh, he, he was like, yeah, it'd be really great if it was right here with the other comics there. And then it was like downhill from there. They're like, oh, that'd be perfect. That'd be-. And I'm just sitting there. Oh, no. Shaking my cha-ching, head. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> I said, you have to build it. You want to move the stage? You build it. They were Pretty like, good. Okay. They did a good job. And they did. Well, but really, Jeff built it with him. Oh. Well, was he good at handy at that stuff? Yeah. he's. Oh. That's what he does. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, pretty good. It's not creaky at all. It's all good. No. That thing is solid. We And it's really funny because, you know, you never know until you know. I mean, I had faith in the building of it because I know he can. I mean, mm-hmm. he builds stuff all the time. That's literally what he does his real job. Oh, okay. And uh, But the first time we had, like, a large group that was here and it's like yeah everybody go on stage let's take a picture <laughs> <laughs> let's see we're gonna check the uh, weight rating today the, yeah. all right let's put and... saul up there first and maybe <laughs> and uh, jump yeah no i'm the i'm the weight tester <laughs> if it's jenny rated we're pretty safe we're pretty safe i'm not small or light <laughs> it's definitely good so now my question did it used to be at where the back door is was that where the original club was i don't think so it's so it used to be in Firehouse Alley. Yeah. I don't know exactly where. But I know people talk about they used to go downstairs. There's a commercial um, with Bob Saget where the address is K Street. I have two commercials where it's like, yeah, we're looking for something to do tonight. Him and the, uh, another comic named Carrie. And they're like driving through old Sacramento and they hit basically the old owner, Scott. And then you can see his shirt is an advertisement for Laughs Unlimited. And he's like, hey, Laughs Unlimited, all comedy showroom, let's go. It's really corny and cheesy and hilarious. I'll, we're gonna and try it was to, in K Street? It was on K Street in Old Sacramento. Oh, here. Just, yeah, Over there. It's always been in Old Sacramento. And then I found a news article. Actually, some guy right before the renovation came by with this envelope or this um, folder full of stuff and he goes i used to do marketing for laughs back in like the 80s yeah he goes i keep coming across this this folder and i don't know what to do with it i don't want to throw it away but here and he brought it to us that's right yeah it's like super super cool it's like press releases and like all typed on a typewriter and shit and um the there was a news article when he, when Scott first opened his brick and mortar comedy club, they used to do it in a room on the Delta King. So 
He was doing it all over this place. Yeah. Delta King would be pretty good because it's narrow, like short ceilings. Oh, yeah. Super, super, super low. That'd probably be pretty cool. Yeah. I think there's people that do. Comedy there now? They produce shows there every occasionally. Not regularly, but occasionally there's a show over there. And I always laugh and shake my head and go, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Coming a little close. (laughs) Right, exactly. A little close there, buddy. Right, yeah. Stick to Midtown. I I just go, I don't usually last long, so it's fine. That's why there's like the, I feel like the improv, not like improv improvs, but like the improv comedy. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a territory. Because I feel like now there's, there used to be when I first started, very territorial punchline laughs. Yeah. But then I feel like it's not that really way anymore. With the old owner, it was. Here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't know if it was him or them or a combination of the two. But when I first took over, I remember um, Ngayo Mm -hmm. came to an open mic and Guild did well. And I was like, oh, I'd love to book you here. And he says to me, he said, I'm a punchline comic. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, oh, I didn't know. Okay. But then over time, the comics were like, "Mm, no, we're going to work both. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Yeah. And my point of view is I don't tell you where to work. You don't tell me who to book. There you go. That's a good idea. I I think they're pretty much the same now. Yeah. But the improvs, not like San Jose Improv, Hollywood Improv, but like the improv people, like Black Time and Comedy Spot, and now Stab. Yeah, they don't really get along. Yeah, there's beef there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, think I know. They... I know there was beef with uh, with Stab. Yeah, because he used to work with yeah Ryan, but yeah, I don't know. and now that one's funny too because it's like, oh man, you know, one of them is my pretty good friend. I don't right. give a fuck about Blacktop, but <laughs> I'm not going out to Rockland anyway, or wherever the fuck that is. It Carmichael. is. It's, Rockland. Yeah, it's like not. it's like uh, two miles from my house. Yeah, I'm not going to. Makes me laugh. Um, but here it does okay. Um, but the other two, it's like ah, one's my buddy and the other's my buddy. Like, but whatever. Yeah. I'm well, not. I think it more matters for the improv people. Actually, I don't know. I think no, just improv because Emma goes to both a lot. Yeah. Well, I think I think. You can't really tell comics not where not to work. Yeah, like I think when you when you when you draw that line, do you really want to draw that line? Because what if they don't choose you? Yeah, you know if you say, oh, you can't work there and here, and you, they're like, okay, well, I don't work here. What are you gonna do? Yeah, not that there's not enough other people to work in both, but if you really have a relationship with somebody and have a, I mean, I wouldn't draw that line. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far with anybody and be like listen steven i'm really sorry to seeing you over at the punchline yeah you can only work here or you only work there (laughs) you can only work there once a year or you can only work here once a year right like i mean can i work each place once a year right six months apart (laughs) right exactly as long as i think as long as comics are smart about how they do it you know you can't work you can't make a run out of it you can't work here one weekend and there the next yeah it just doesn't make sense but as long as comics are smart about it and i think that's what they realize too that there's enough people in Sacramento that like comedy that come out to shows that you don't have to rely on. Plus, you're not relying on your weekend features and hosts as bringers. Yeah, I mean they stopped being bringers a long time ago because they're you know five years in and yeah. their friends are tired of seeing them. Yeah, now yeah. we have to make new friends and sucker them into coming. Right, exactly. And comics aren't great at making new friends because no. they're Amen. busy doing comedy. If they're good, right. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel it's a little bit booming right now, or do you feel it's the same? Um, I since I took over, I feel like it's it's definitely booming. Yeah. Um, but I feel like my attitude towards booking and towards the club is different than the old owners was. Like I don't rely on names as much as I just provide good comedy. Mm-hmm. And then people come out and have a good time and they remember that and they're like, oh, we're coming back. We have a lot of regulars. Yeah. We have one guy. He was here last night. He's been here the last like three or four weeks. He bought he bought a whole bunch of tickets and was like, I'm just going to keep coming. And he comes weekly now. Yeah. Our security guard is a regular who came out and we had a problem one night and he saw how insufficient our previous security was and he gave me his card and he was like, hey, if you want to change companies. But him and his wife, regulars. Nice. So I think that the laughs has a reputation yeah, in Sacramento. For sure. I mean, outside of Sacramento, they're like, who? But in Sacramento, it's it's a, it's a place people go. Yeah. I mean, I think it's doing pretty good. I think it's kind of like, I don't know. 
Seems like the podcast thing is really the boom that's causing everything right now. Yeah. Brings more awareness. Yeah. And then I'm pre- and people are like, yeah, oh, the boom will end. But I feel like the last boom was just people wanted, liked stand up, whereas this one's more people like stand up, but they also really like podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the podcasts are going to fade out. Right. So hopefully this will keep going, or I'm going to have to find. <laughs> I'll be moving back and getting a stage job, killing myself in five hanging years. Out, hanging out in the last unlimited. Lobby I will be again. back here. I mean, yeah. it would be that. I've off, I've often thought about like if I took like too much edibles and was like, I just got, I could quit. Or if I had a kid, yeah, I would have to quit if I had a kid. But yeah. then I think I would just do it once in a while, like work my kind of like some guys do where they just work there. You don't pursue anymore. You just work your weekends every couple of months. Yeah. Have fun still. Get aged out. Yeah, the kids happens. out. I don't know if it's age; it's the kid <laughs> part. Because you either they are going to be out, or because the important years I can't spend Friday and Saturday here and drink until. Yeah, well, that's my life. So uh, <laughs> I'm an absentee parent. No, she's always here, and I always see you guys together. Plus, you're probably together all day. Oh yeah, well, that's because my second job is at her school now. I volunteer nice. at the school to make up for the time that I don't. Uh, spend with her. I'm like, hey, but I'm at your school. I'm yeah. here. <laughs> I'm, that counts. You know the right. place you hate? Now I'm, I'm there too. I'm making copies for your teacher. Actually, she loves it. She she does seem like a good kid. She that would wanted like me to volunteer in the classroom like the first two years she was in school or kindergarten, first grade. But that was when she was at the other school, and I was like, yeah. I don't want to be around these people. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't like other people's children. Why would I do that? Yeah. But then her was she in fourth grade? She's in fourth now. Her second grade teacher, we had, you know, like the back to school night or whatever. And she was like, "Um, parents can volunteer in my classroom, but they will not be dealing with, they don't teach the children. I do. So you can make copies and you can correct papers. And I said, sign me up. I'll do that stuff. (laughs) That's the stuff I want to do. Can I sit in another room? Right. I don't want to deal with these kids at all. Nailed it. That's your job. So, yeah, it worked out. That's cool. Yeah. How often do you do that? Uh... Way too often. Um, I, I'm dedicated to doing it Mondays, but I became the PTC treasurer. So now I do it Mondays and Tuesdays and Oof. sometimes Wednesdays. And Oof. we did a, a penguin patch thing and I was there five days, uh, two weeks before Christmas, all five days of that week. I was like, this Dude, I bet is I'm gonna not come what here. I signed up for. I'm going to come here and do a set and think you're watching. You're just correcting times table sheets. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. Right. <laughs> I know. I think people don't think that I'm watching, even when I'm here. But I don't have to see you. I just I'm listening. Yeah. You know, I don't. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not. Have you tried to get? Have you had to get rid of anybody recently, or switch? You don't have to say names. Have you had to be like, oh, this guy's just not cutting it. Um, like during the weekend or something. Yeah. No. 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 You'll let it go out. You're like, oh, I'm going to take it. this L. It depends on... Not going to happen again, but right, it's my right, fault. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, mm, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened here. Yeah. I've, I've seen worse, but but I definitely know you're not coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that happens, yeah. but... There's a lot of guest sets on this show. Don't worry about it, buddy. You're, I've done that. <laughs> I think I, I think you did it. You called me in one time to do it for somebody. He's like, I'm that. only doing 10 minutes. You're like, yeah, two guest sets every show. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, I sandwiched them too. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said there was a guest set before and a guest set after the future. I remember that. Which is never happening. And it was like, oh, yeah, we got a bunch of comics here. They're just hanging out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where they came from, except that I called them all day today trying to get people down here to make up for this because you are screwing the pooch. Who told you you were funny? Yeah, I remember. I want to. Do you remember that guy we talked after? Okay, I think I remember him too. I, I think that was called. Um, I think there was only there was only one time that I had a feature who was actually a headliner, but he was he was like filling in for the weekend. I had a last minute cancellation, and he had recommended the headliner. So I was all, oh, hey, you want to just feature this weekend with your buddy? With your buddy, yeah. And he went up on Friday and. I swear he was having a stroke on stage or something. I don't even know. And he didn't. It, so we talked about it the next day. And he he was starting. He would start his jokes and then forget. Like the punchline. Forget what he was doing. For just Was this a really long time ago? It was a while ago. Yeah. Because the first time I ever came to a comedy show was here. Yeah. It was my dad's birthday. Yeah. I think I was maybe 20, 21. Yeah. And we went on stage and Fat Joe was hosting. Okay. And this dude from Stockton forgot his set. Okay. 
It was it a weekend? It was a headliner. I'm pretty sure it was a. I mean, Fat Joe was. I don't really know, but it seemed like a. If I remember, seemed like a normal show setup of host feature yeah. headliner. The guy was going. And he was just like, "Fuck, man, I didn't. I don't remember, man. I'm gonna. That's all I got, guys. All right, man. Thank you. Was he the headliner? Yeah, he was the headliner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, this guy didn't just get off. Um. He just I lit off. him. I lit him, and he got off, and then the feature went back up. Because that's what I went over to the feature. It was E. Clark. And I said, uh, you need to go back up there. And he goes, that puts me in a really weird situation. I said, I don't give a fuck. It puts me in a weird yeah. situation that he's up there dying a thousand deaths. And I can't watch this for 45 minutes. I mean, we're only like 10, 15 minutes in. And I was like, you're going back up there right now. And I lit the guy and he got off. There was, you know, and I let him feature the rest of the weekend. And he was like, I'm, you know, I'm really glad that you let me stay. And he did fine the rest of the weekend. But that night, he was just like, he goes, I don't know what was happening. It's like I, I was talking, I was, but then I couldn't remember where I was at and what I was. I was like, that's weird. I could. That's always a fear I have. Yeah. That's why I have to have a set list on stage, or I'll blank out. Yeah. I need some kind of thing to, because I'm too neurotic to where in my head I'm like, well, what if I forget everything? If right. I got like a list of jokes. At least I don't think I will. I don't. I don't know how you guys do uh, when you do two shows. How you don't repeat jokes? Well, I mean, I repeat jokes. No, I mean like like in the same oh in the set. set. Yeah, yeah, that is a good question. Yeah, you yeah. know, especially somebody that because a lot of you don't do the same jokes in the same, same order. order. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like to I'm always like I'm just waiting for it to happen. I've, it's happened. I've had that. Yeah, I've had. That yeah, it's normally happened. if I've drank too much, <laughs> I'll get into a bit and pee. I'll look like people are looking at me, and I was like. Did I, did I say this before? And then they'll all laugh. And that's funny. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, I can't drink too much on this one. Right. Yeah. Oops. Uh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I was having a good time, though. You really liked it the first yeah, time. I thought we'd try it again. See what could happen. <laughs> that can, you can probably get some laughs from that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's that goes along with, you know, having the having the time and the, you know, the know-how to be able to get yourself out yeah. of situations. Not letting that then spiral you down. Right. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. And she's like, yeah, make fun of yourself. Get it past it. Right. Exactly. They're only. They're not going to remember if you keep yeah. going. Yeah. They'll just think it was a thing. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, remember that guy? He almost told us that. Same joke. That was, that was so funny. funny. Right. Yeah. I'll have a good time still. Yeah. Well, any would it would you any advice you would give yourself starting out like what you know now that you would tell yourself back then. I don't know. I think I did what I thought I would do. I would just say, try your hardest. Go up as many times as you can. If you really want to do it, make it a priority. Don't fall for that one girl, Edie. <laughs> and I think everything else would be fine. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That would be my right. good voice. Well, I appreciate it. Right. Thank you for Thanks doing for this. On. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Bye. Two, three, four, lift off. Behind the showroom, at last, unlimited.